This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 723, Valorous Loot Changes. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing there, bud? I'm doing all right. It was, it was, it was a nice weekend inside because it's friggin' cold. What you talking it was about? a good weekend nonetheless. It's not cold. I mean, it warmed up today. It was only minus 31 today. I mean, a friend of mine, a little bit to the west of us, only had minus 63 with wind chill a few days ago. Not that cold. Oh, that's 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 just gross. <laughs> oh, no. I agree with you. That is... Yeah, that that is... No, there's no way I'm going outside with her. But I, I work from home now, so I don't have to go outside. Yeah, that's one benefit right now. <laughs> it is. It is a benefit there. Uh, so we also have with us Allie. Hey, Allie. Oh, hi. How you doing? Uh, apparently not as cold as you guys. I mean, it was it was fairly cold here, but it was Colorado cold, not Canada cold. As I say, how, how cold was it where you are? I think today was a little bit warmer, thankfully, but I think... On Sunday, the high was two degrees Fahrenheit. Or maybe it's five degrees Fahrenheit. And that was the high. It was really cold. But again, that's, that not as cold. cold as it was there. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we sort of redefine the word cold sometimes, and I really wish we wouldn't. Because uh, I'm done with cold. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just Prairie Canada for you, though, right? I mean, there's nothing to stop that wind from just friggin' going. So it's gonna. Indeed. It's gonna get cold real quick. And and to our friend Sean in the chat room, yes, please do not tell me how quote unquote cold it is in California. Because <laughs> I think I'd be there in t-shirts and shorts, uh, enjoying the warm weather. Uh, as a guess. Uh, let's see, February in California, I'm going to guess around 10 degrees Celsius. Just, I'm ballparking it right now. That sounds, I feel like that's about right. Uh, 14 degrees Celsius in San Luis Obispo, California right now. Hey, I wasn't that far off. Ah, you're pretty good. Well, keep in mind, too, that's right now, like at, at night. Yeah. So uh, during the day, it's 
gorgeous. Comparatively. Yeah, like 16 to 20, it looks like is the kind of weather. Monday, next Monday is be 23 degrees Celsius as the high. So, yeah. Um, cool. you know, I'm done playing this uh, game of uh, looking at warmer <laughs> places weather. Especially remembering game. that usually around now, I would not be in Winnipeg. Really? Oh, right. Your, your work trip to yeah. a sunny location that has palm trees and yep. pools. Uh, if it's any consolation, in Dallas, Texas right now, it is minus 12 Celsius. Well, Texas is just a whole other problem right now with term, in terms of weather and winter storms. Like, they're not used to this business. They're, uh, no, they are they're, not. They're struggling. <laughs> I feel I my heart. feel bad. If, if anyone listening is in Texas dealing with that, like, my heart goes out to you because that is, that is rough. If, if it was just cold, I would normally be cracking a joke about, oh, haha, very, very nice. That's it's cold there. But no, yes, yeah, like it's a bad winter storm. Power is out and everything. Yeah. For some people, uh, hope and, everybody and, and, down there is doing OK. And they, they don't have things like snow plows and uh, ice, uh, like a sanding machine, sanding trucks and stuff like that. So, yeah, they are definitely not enjoying uh, a, a weather like this. Hopefully everybody's so. keeping safe and uh, warm as you can be. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, uh, so Ali, how was your weekend? Wow, not bad. Not as eventful as I was planning. I was planning on playing more this weekend, and then life happened a bit this weekend. So, so there was a little bit less gaming. But I did go check out the bonus event over in Torghast. The special event they had going on, which was pretty fun. You actually take the shape of one of the Torghast Death Shadow Elemental-y kind of things. There's a better name for them that is escaping me right now. And you get to do some of their abilities. And you get anima powers that buff it along the way. Which was pretty cool. But I think it's one of those things that's probably going to be better in a group. Because it felt, I mean, it, maybe it's the powers I got, but by the end, by the time I got to the end of the eighth layer in, oh man, which one was it? Whichever one it was I did, um, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I think part of it is I was taking the abilities to buff up my Torghast elementals, I'm calling it, and not enough of my own ones. My own abilities, you know, and so I just I in on eighth layer, he he does a lot more damage, especially if you're, you know, in melee range. And again, I was alone. <laughs> so I tried everything from kiting to using all of my fears and all of that, and I wasted all my deaths on him. Like I went I went to Torghast to try to do that event, and it it was not there for me. You had so your first anima ability is the one that offers it and you have to take it. Otherwise you don't get it. I didn't even get a choice for anima abilities. Like I had my, I had my usual three. One was like, uh, yeah, it's even the third. No, the third none of the, literally none of them were. Did you do twisting corridors or a regular Torghast? I did twisting corridors. That might be why. I like, but I thought, I remember the the other one being in t- interesting corridors too. 
What's up? You, what the, I don't think the other one was around when Twisting Quarters. Yeah, now that I'm, now I'm thinking about it, it wasn't around. Yeah. I mean, you could well, do, you could rip. go do it tonight if you really wanted. It's still up. That's true. But it, it's like I said, I think it's one of those things that probably would have been more fun in a group. But at least it was cool to experience. But since I didn't do that, I had to go do the other wing so I can get my soul ash, in order to. So I have I have two legendaries for my holy set. And one of them is technically my best in slot legendary for holy. And the other one is best for raid progression. It's the one that when I die, it lets me come back. Either because it lets me res everyone after we wipe, or it just gives me a little extra healing time than extra, you know, life basically. Without having to take one of the battle reses. And because we are struggling a little bit with our heroic progression it comes in handy so that's the legendary i'm going to be using which is unfortunate because i already upgraded the other one to 225 but since i'm healing a lot now <laughs> and we're struggling i definitely had to go and get that soul ash so i can upgrade my resing legendary as i call it to 235 so at least i got that done which is good because we spent... Am I talking about the raid this week, Toasty, or are you talking about it? Okay, You're I'll talking talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we we started in her on Heroic because you know we're, we're trying to work on that. And we did the first three bosses fairly decently. We did defeat Artificer on Heroic, which is pretty cool. And then we wiped to Lady Inerva all Thursday night. That was a little yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not one, at all frustrating. Right. It's one of those fights where there's a lot of personal responsibility. And, well, I guess it's not a lot of personal responsibility. It's more, there's no room for error. If you miss soaking one of the circles, it's, it's done. It's gone. You know, if you miss lining up the orbs quickly enough, it's probably... Irre you know, irreversible. It's going to be a wipe unless your healers are really, really good and they have a lot of mana. Except by the time that things are really heating up towards the end of the fight, your healers are probably short on mana because there's a lot of damage going out. Especially if, you know, one of the healers has to duck out early, leaving the other healers scrambling. That didn't happen. No. No, not at all. <laughs> but it's it's... I still really like that fight. I like the mechanics. I think it's a little more unique, which is refreshing. But wow, that's rough on heroic. Yeah. Remember at the beginning of this expansion, we were so optimistic about how many healers we had signed up for raid. And I was like all excited because I was going to get to go shadow and relax a little bit and enjoy the shadow changes and obliterate things and... Uh. Joke's on you. Joke is on me. I I mean, I did get some fights where I did get to obliterate things, and I was high on DPS and pretty, feeling pretty good about that. But I I don't know what has happened. Because <laughs> a couple of healers that haven't been coming haven't said anything in raid absence. And no one's said anything to me, so I guess I'm I'm back to being a healer now. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like... I feel like the burnout uh, has been hitting people a lot faster this expansion. 
I think it has. I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. I think for me, and it's not, I'm not burned out on the expansion yet per se, but I think offline life is in an extreme burnout stage in every aspect of life. And it just, it makes it kind of trickle into game some. And yeah, that could be a little rough. But yeah, yeah. I, think, I think people are just very burned out overall because yeah, like used to be like a year ago, year and a half ago that we, we had other things, you know, we, we, okay. So I, I played some while this week. Okay. I'm going to go do, go hang out, go to the bar with my friends or go, you know, grab coffee with a, a buddy. Uh, now it's, Oh, okay. So I, I am home and that's all I can do. So what can I do? Okay. I can play video games. Okay. So I'm going to play my 80th hour of uh, WoW this week. Okay, let's do this. You know, it, it's... When you have so little you can do, uh, when when your your options are so limited, uh, the options become very tiresome, I think. I think so. I think, I think for me, like, I... Unfortunately, my game time hasn't actually increased all that much because I'm still having to go to work and that kind of thing. But my tiredness on a daily basis has greatly increased. So I think sometimes I just don't have the energy <laughs> to really dive in and enjoy as I would like. But again, this is just from a personal experience and me blabbering. So I've been talking for a bit, so someone else should talk now. All right. Well, my week in WoW. Um, huh. Those of you who follow me on Twitter, you know yesterday was kind of an eventful slash uneventful day for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for, for one reason or another, I put off my anima collection quest until yesterday. I'm like, oh man, okay, what's a what's a quick way of getting a thousand anima? Wait, they made all these changes to raid so that you get a bunch of anima per boss. It'll be enough to get me over the thousand. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some raiding. Um, and I'm like, I don't want to have to put up with dealing with 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 uh, finding a pug group or anything. So I'm just gonna queue up for LFR. I'll do LFR once. No big deal. It was a big deal. Oh my god, it was awful. It's just shriekwing in LFR is a nightmare. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Um. Huntsman is on LFR as a nightmare. Artificer on LFR is a nightmare. Uh, Stone Legion Generals is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blood Console surprisingly was not a nightmare. That was that was a okay. I enjoyed that fight on LFR. It helped that it, like, as opposed to normal and heroic, um, during the dance phase, it tells it it highlights the tile you need to go to. Oh, does like, oh. it? Yeah, like, okay, cool. So I can just listen to music and not actually listen to the... Ashley left. Boogie down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, LFR Nathria is a nightmare and I never want to relive it again. So that'll learn me for putting off my anima collection quest. <laughs> so that was just part one of my, of my day yesterday. The other part was like, okay, I need to go to the Maw. So I'm going to go to the Maw, collect my 15 souls or whatever. I collected 13 and got to either Jailer level 
uh, three, four? I can't remember now. It was a high Eye of the Jailer level. I'm like, wait a minute. Why haven't I been seeing the counter when I've been collecting the souls? Sure enough, I look at my quest log. I haven't picked up the quest. Which, um... Yeah, that that that, that sucks. Because those, those souls are for nothing. And to top it off, I wasn't going to be able to finish off of that quest, probably, because my Eye of the Jailer level was so high. Like, okay, screw it. I guess I'll just do I'll worry about Renown. Um, a renowned catch-up mechanic sometime this week. I'll make up. I'll make up the time somewhere. And then, and then I remembered that that it's uh, Liriel Day in Manitoba today, so we had the day off, which also meant I could have spread out my anime collection over two days instead of one, and probably avoided LFR. Uh, and yeah. But but the the topper to all of this and 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 at this point I'm very thankful that I did not get any loot from raid uh, because the previous cause, because last week before the reset I was running through a bunch of mythics and I'm like I don't need any gear I'm just gonna switch my loot spec to prot because there's a bunch of other plate wearers in this group and I'll and the and the, and the group specifically said they were trying to gear up this pally tank like okay that's fine I'll just funnel gear to them. Um, turns out I didn't change my loot spec back after that run. So for all of last week, including raid days, <laughs> I was in prod spec. And 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 when did you know? When I killed Stone Legion generals and when I killed Blood Council in LFR, I finally got me some weapon tokens. Guess what? <laughs> So what you're saying is this week when Sarah's gone, you're gonna tank for us, right? Oh uh, no, because because thankfully because the one weapon token can still be exchanged for a two-handed weapon. I just did that. But the the offhand one, like long story short, I have a shield now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tank for us, okay? No, I I, st I still lack a weapon. I don't have a weapon. <laughs> Can't have a two-handed weapon and a shield, which is like super unfortunate because, like, yes, I was definitely going to tank for us if they asked for it, and now I can't, which is just—it's just too bad. So if I go to the auction house, not that I have the gold really, but if I go to the auction house and get you a proper weapon, what you're saying is you would tank. Sorry, say again. You, I, I think there's some connection issues on. Uh -huh. On your side uh -huh. of things, you, you know, Ali. Uh, I happen to know a character on the Dalaran server that was just transferred over with almost a hundred thousand gold. That should be enough to buy a pretty decent tank weapon, wouldn't it? Most likely, most likely. I mean, at least a starter <laughs> weapon while they learn how to tank and, and uh, you know get good and, and get more loot while they stay in tanks. Back. So sorry, guys. Um, I'm gonna have to drop off the. I don't know what's wrong. My these are all. Robot-y and stuff. I can't... Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Don't worry. Just check your mail later. It's fine. All right. Um, okay. Well, while I try to fix up this connection issue, Medros, how was your week in WoW? <laughs> uh, my week in WoW was, uh, was not bad. Um, I, I don't want to let you guys know. I'm actually, like, taking notes now 
and like keeping a note file to to note what I'm doing well because like I always forget. Uh, so I got a skittering venomous bitter pet. I don't know what I where I got it from, and I haven't really checked it out to see where it comes from. So uh, I got that early in the week, um, and then didn't do a whole lot the rest of the week. Uh, just kind of keeping up my callings and stuff that that were popping up. Uh, trying to manage uh, ma manage the stuff that needs to be done in game and so on. Um, then uh, then yesterday I noticed that uh, hey I, I I had this tour guest thing and I I need to do that because that was gonna be run out of time and so I um, I decided on my main actually it was on it was on Friday Friday this happened maybe Saturday I can't, I can't remember what day it was uh, but I, I decided okay I'll, I'll go do tour guest and. It suggested a, a, a layer five, which is the last one we did, uh, or the last one unlocked when we did that uh, run. Um, the last time we didn't really have anything to talk about. So I'm like, well, I mean, I've heard of people solo soloing twisting corridors all up to level eight on their own. So, I mean, I should have a hope of doing a level five, right? Solo, solo level five, I should say. Um. Sadly, the answer to that question is no. No, I could not. Uh, so I uh, I did the Upper Reaches one, and the first one I got was... Um, how can I describe it? It has a bunch of fiery swinging axes, and then there's a guy that I'm guessing if you don't kill him right away... He then goes up into the top of a tower and starts throwing these movement impairing things at you. And at this point, if you fail to stop him, um, it's going to make the whole floor really, really unpleasant. Um, because uh, you can't use speed boosting things to rush through the axes, and the axes could very easily one-shot you. Um, this is what I struggled with uh, until... Uh, what's that that mob that comes at you when you run out of deaths? Mr. T. Her Mr. T, okay. Uh, that, <laughs> I, I, I basically did that until Mr. T came and found me, and that was uh, unfun. So I, I dropped out to level four. I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was a little too hard for me. Uh, maybe I should, uh, you know, be more realistic with my skills and my, my gearing and stuff. So I got into level four. Same one. Same thing happens. Don't kill the guy. He runs up, starts shooting these things at me to slow my speed. And, uh, no amount of shields plus divine steed have any hope. I get knocked off, I get sliced in two, I felt like I'm part of a, I'm playing an Among Us game and just dying all over the place. Uh, so I'm like, you know what? No. I give up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the one that I know I can do. Make note here, this is still my main I'm doing this. I still have three more tunes I need to do this damn thing on. So I, I go in on my main to the other one and I'm like, nope, I don't like this one. I, I, I didn't even choose an item of power. I don't like the lay I don't like the look of this. I'm just I'm, I'm going, going with upper reaches because it looks safer. Um so I go back to upper reaches, but I do level one and cleared through it, fine. Did it on my druid next. 
And literally, I had zero live, zero deaths left facing the last boss. And got down to 20% health on that boss. Uh, so, very, very, very close to having Mr. T coming after me. Uh, I was not very happy with that, I'll say. Uh, finished on my Druid. Uh, did it on my uh, Demon Hunter next. Still, by far, the easiest time of doing a, a set of Torghast so far. Like, super, super, super easy. Uh, and then I did my Death Knight. Or, uh, yeah, Death Knight. And not as easy as the Demon Hunter, but definitely easier than the Druid, I will say. Uh, I don't know what uh, set of talents is required to make the Druid the OP that people keep saying they are. Um, my my Druid is not OP in balance. Um like I, I feel like I must have chosen a bad uh, a bad spec there somewhere. But I assume that the next patch is gonna fix them anyway, so uh, but yeah, um that was kinda that part of the week. And then uh, my DK uh, is now up to renown nineteen. Uh, has two more renown giving callings, so could technically if I worked on it tonight be up to twenty-one. Uh, whereas my other characters are up to 29. So pretty close to being caught up on Renown with my other characters. Uh, and he's been level 64 uh, just over a week. Nice. Uh, so pretty pretty impressed with that. Uh, the catch-up mechanic there has been pretty good. Uh, I felt like a lot of my callings this week had Renown rewards uh, as part of their uh, thing, so that definitely helped. Uh, and then, like usual, you know, go get the souls and go get um, the anima. Uh, those also, you know, as usual, gave uh, gave uh, gave renown. So, uh, yeah, getting getting some good uh, renown building on that one. Um, slowly getting his uh, adventures built up as well. And uh, let's see here. Uh, did my uh, did my souls today uh, in the maw. And uh, some people were out there beating up Gorgath. Uh, that's the guy that's on the platform. Um, I don't know what area of the Maw it is, but it's the first area that you usually go to when you earn the Maw uh, after you've gone to Orbos the first time. Um, like There's a bunch of fire elementals and stuff and flame binders and stuff there. Um, that's kind of the first place I always go to when I hit the Maw. Uh, but still really beating him up, so I'm like, oh, I'll go, you know, get a few hits in. And got, uh, Borges Fiery Brimstone as a toy from him. So that was pretty fun. Um, I didn't get any other pets this week, uh, other than the Skittering Venomous Bitter. Which kind of threw me a little bit, because I was kind of expecting to get, uh, some more pets. But I, I think I've kind of run out of ones I can get from the mission tables. Um... So that's probably kind of at its limit. But Borgeth's Fiery Brimstone says, Draw power from this fragment of Borgeth, summoning the Pillar of Flame underneath your feet and setting yourself flying into the air can only be used in the Maw. So that's going to be interesting to, to test out next time I go back to the Maw. And see how much I die. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm confident I'm going to die. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, on my Hunter, I did a bit of leveling on my Hunter this week and hit 54. Uh, have only just uh, finished up the um, the Ardenwield zone, so I still have Bastion, Revendreth, and Meldraxxus. Uh, so definitely think I'm doing pretty well on that one. Uh, and I'm really excited for that. So uh, I think that's about it for my week. Can't think of anything else. Uh, other than, you know, I'm just expecting a, 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 a delivery in you know, a month. That is going to take way too long to arrive. Very excited for you. I'm very excited for me too. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I just, yeah. I, I, you'll, you find it on Twitter when that uh, particular purchase arrives. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for it. But uh, yeah, so that's about it. Um, before we uh, move on to our, uh, our, our first ad here, I do want to talk a little bit about the plans for Friday. Um, this show will be out before Friday. Uh, it will be out as, as soon as Toasty has it done editing, because I want to make sure people have a right chance to hear what I'm saying here. So our plans for BlizzCon Line uh, are that we're definitely recording uh, a chunk of audio on Friday, um, and then we will record the, the opening ceremony stuff will be released as an episode uh, either on the ATA feed or on the Dawnforge feed. Uh, so I will put that on the ATA Twitter uh, when it goes live. Um, but if you want to join us, we'll be always streaming on my Twitter or my Twitch feed, twitch.tv slash the Medros. As well, we will be having our usual conversation in Discord. Um, I've got uh, Jen from Shadow Soulstone coming for that. I've got uh, Joe, I think maybe Golden as well from Group Quest coming to join us uh and who knows who else will have out in the conversation throughout the uh the day the evening um but that's i believe starting at 4 p.m central i believe uh that we'll be doing our coverage we might start a little bit early uh to get you know a bit of a pre-coverage but uh we'll talk about that in just a bit uh so that said let's talk about our uh, first ad all right so our new sponsor are the folks over at amazon music unlimited you can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs and thousands of playlists of artists, including our artists this week. And we're going to kick off this ad segment, our, our, our newest sponsor, with a series of musicians and bands from my hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba. This week is The Weaker Thans. Um, it's, an indie, it's an indie rock group. Um, from Winnipeg, um, they, and they have hits such as One Great City, which I can never recommend enough. It's a song about Winnipeg, and mostly about them hating it, but it's in jest. It's a good song. I suggest you go checking that out. You can find that and many other songs over at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. Absolutely. So what's coming up this week in WoW there, bud? So this week in WoW, we've got the Lunar Festival continuing. It ends on the 18th, so it ends this week. Get get your Lunar Festival stuff in. Love is in the Air is running until the 21st, so you've got until next Sunday to finish all that stuff up and hopefully get your Love Rocket mount. Uh, we've got Mist Time Walking that starts on the 16th and runs until the 22nd. We've also got the Hatching of the Hemigriffs on the 23rd, and the big event this week that I'm sure everybody is excited about is BlizzCon Line. That's on the 19th and 20th. 
And to tell, mo- tell you more about that, we've got Medros, who uh, is going to talk to us about the schedule for BlizzCon line, right? Indeed we will. So, uh, speaking of uh, BlizzCon line, uh, we did get the schedule this week. Um going to be very interesting. Uh, very interesting indeed. So, uh, they are going to have six tracks. However, um, you'll, you'll see some some similarities between uh, one of the tracks and, and the rest. So, from uh, 4 p.m. CST until just after 5 p.m. CST, um, we'll have the opening ceremony. So, that's about an hour and 10 minutes. I would say probably give it an hour and 20 just to be on the safe side. Though, a lot of this may be recorded ahead of time. Uh, in fact, I expect most of it's recorded ahead of time. So, they should have a really solid idea of, of what timing is going to take on that, uh, barring any technical glitches. Then, then we split into tracks. So the first channel is the Blizzard channel. It is basically a mix of other stuff. Then we have the World of Warcraft channel, the Hearthstone channel, the Diablo channel, Overwatch, and then Strategy. So World of Warcraft schedule uh, starts off with what's next. That's also playing at the same time on the Blizzard channel. Then we have a World of Warcraft deep dive. Uh, World, of Cra- World of Warcraft voices of the afterlife, uh, which looks like it's going to be voice actor a voice actors panel. Uh, always a fun time. Usually those are. Then uh, uh, that will go until the end of the night, uh, which is seven thirty p.m or 7.45 p.m. CST. So we have roughly three three hours, 45 minutes, four to four hours of, of uh, content on the uh, various various ones here. So on the Hearthstone one, we have Hearthstone Deep Dive, uh, probably into their latest announcement. Uh, on the Diablo, first up, we'll have the Diablo What's Next, uh, develop a roundtable, Diablo the... Gothic World of Brom, which is a, a sit-down interview with the legendary artist Brom and discussing his contributions to the Diablo, Diablo franchise. Uh, then they have a Diablo deep dive that, to the end of the day. Um, uh, after the deep dive for Hearthstone is just a Battlegrounds exhibition uh, on the Hearthstone stage there. Or channel, I should say. Sorry, too used to stages, not channels for BlizzCon. <laughs> Uh, and then opening after the opening ceremony on the Overwatch one is the behind the scenes of Overwatch two, and voices of Overwatch. Now, those who have been listening to this show for a while know how big of a fan I am of the voices of Overwatch panels. From the first one, the United Nations of Overwatch uh, panel in I think 2016, I've always been a huge fan of. Um, when they let the voice actors go. These things are a blast to listen to. If you have a chance to listen to this, definitely recommend. If no other voice panel you listen to, Voices of Overwatch should be one of them. Um, I don't know who else is going to be there, uh, but there is a certain uh, Dungeon Master um, from a popular YouTube series that uh, may, may appear, and if he does, he will always bring the fun. Just guessing he might be involved in this. Just a guess. I mean, he's already involved in other stuff in BlizzCon line, which we'll talk about when we do the schedule. We will talk about that in a moment, yes. <laughs> um, so the Blizzard channel uh, will be the World of Warcraft What's Next after the opening ceremonies, then the uh, rebroadcast of the Diablo What's Next, behind the scenes of Overwatch 2, and Diablo Deep Dive. 
Um, so that's kind of what the, the Blizzard channel is doing. Uh, the strategy channel is a StarCraft Legends, uh, which is players from the StarCraft and StarCraft Two eras facing off in a, a, a competition, I guess. And then uh, the last one on the day is where it all started Blizzard's early years. Um, so talk about some of the early games they made at, at Blizzard. Um, so that's day one. That's Friday the 19th. This is four days from now when we're recording. Um, now, as I said, for, for our coverage, we'll be covering the entire day of this. Um, while I will be watching the Warcraft channel, um, I am almost certain I will be up very late watching the Voices of Overwatch panel after we're done recording, because, um, like I said, that, that is a must-watch for me uh, on many, many cases. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll be, we will not be broadcasting on Saturday, um, and let me explain momentarily why that is. So the Saturday schedule um, for the World of Warcraft panel is the World of Warcraft Q&A. Uh, that is moderated by Scott Johnson of The Instance. Uh, which is super exciting. I'm very happy for him, and I know he's going to rock it. Um, having, I think he did one a few years ago as well. Um, but either way, he's so so awesome. I, I'm confident he'll do well. Uh, for the Hearthstone channel, starting off, they'll have the Hearthstone Q&A. It's a much shorter Q&A, of course. Uh, then a Blizzard Art Studio uh, piece there on a Hearthstone artist Raphael... Zenchentin. Diablo channel will start off with a Diablo Q&A. Uh, Overwatch will have Overwatch League Shock versus the World. Talking about the two-time ch league champion San Francisco Shock. Uh, and I'll be taking on a dream team of, of players, streamers, and community figures to see how they do against just random people who they've never played before. Uh, and then on the strategy one, it'll be in-game user-generated content showcase. And that'll be StarCraft maps, World of Warcraft 3 custom maps, and show, so on. Uh, so lots of really cool stuff there. And all of that will start at 2 p.m. CST, uh, and that'll go for an hour. All of the channels then will switch over to a community showcase. This is the talent, cosplay, and all the other contests they've had. And that'll go for an hour. Now, uh, Toasty... I'll, uh, I'll give you the opportunity to describe what's happening on the Diablo or the Blizzard channel uh, after the community showcase. Oh my god. All right. So, um, I'm just very excited about this. So, it's gonna, it's a one-shot DM'd by Matthew Mercer set in the Diablo universe, and it's going to feature uh, Laura Bailey, voice of Jaina, Liam O'Brien, voice of Illidan, Mika Burton and Carlos Kritz. And uh, I'm just uh a one shot adventure. But uh, uh I, I loved their they did they did a Warcraft one shot back when Kobolds when the Kobolds and Catacombs expansion was released for Hearthstone. I'm very excited to see what Mercer can do with Diablo, because he's if anybody who's been watching Critical Role lately knows that uh he can invoke some really screwed up imagery and having that possibility within the Diablo world. It, it just sounds like so much fun and I can't wait. Uh, so you're excited then? Yep. 
<laughs> uh, so yes, that will go for uh, from four forty four. Oh, sorry, four oh five to six twenty five. So you'll have two hours and twenty minutes to see a uh, critical role in the Diablo universe. But try to try try to compose yourself. Try try to hold your excitement in because there's other stuff happening at the same time, and there might be other stuff you may be more interested in. Did you talk to the guy who spent literally all weekend while he was doing other stuff around the house watching Critical Role? Yeah, I know. That was my background uh, noise all weekend. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of that. Or, or, or sorry, I wasn't aware of that, but I am not at all surprised by that. Let's just say that. Uh, so for the schedule for the other panels, uh, the World of Warcraft one after the community showcase will have uh, World of Warcraft, the evolution of Thrall. Uh, which is a uh, panel with uh, Taryn Gregory, Christy Golden, and Sean Copeland uh, talking about the evolution of the uh, character of Thrall through novels, through the game, through various other uh, iterations and, and uh, aspects of uh, franchise development that he's been in comics and so on. Uh, then at 5.15, uh, after that one, there is a World of Warcraft cooking workshop um, and that's, uh, basically preparing dishes inspired by Azeroth. Uh, I, I think that's really interesting. Um, though I will not be able to watch that and on an empty stomach, or I will just like go eat everything in my house. I think just as guess. Probably. Um, but, uh, that, that's really awesome. Um, Hearthstone after the community showcase, will have a streamer showdown. Uh, the Diablo channel, idly, does not carry the Diablo ca campaign. Uh, they're doing an artist at work uh, on Diablo Hive Mother Part 1, and then uh, Part 2 of that same panel uh, following up that. Uh, on the Overwatch panel, they'll have a community-made creations in the workshop. Uh, it's covering cosplay and other uh, community creations. And then also, after that, they'll have a uh, Overwatch League Crafts with SOE, so... I don't know who that is. Sony. Um, okay. I, I again don't know who that is. So. <laughs> yeah, she's she's one of the hosts of the Overwatch League. Okay. Uh, so that's a crafting uh, panel there. Uh, and then on the strategy thread, they'll have artists at work, Carbot Automation, which we have had almost every year of BlizzCon for five years now, I think. Uh, always fun to see them creating on, uh, on, on stream and, and stuff. So that'll be really interesting for those who are into into Carbot stuff, uh, and it'll be an art studio tr on Tracer. Uh, after that, covering Overwatch uh, with the artist Arnold Sang. And then ending on that one, they'll have a uh, art studio on Margrave Crexus uh, with World of Warcraft artist Jordan Powers. Uh, so, yeah. That I, is, I just want to uh, make one... Sorry. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to make one small correction. The Overwatch community-made creations in the workshop isn't like a cosplay thing specifically showcasing different custom modes in the workshop within Overwatch. So people have, that's one of the things that people have been toying around with a lot since Workshop uh, debuted. They make a bunch of custom games and stuff like that. There, somebody made like a Smash Brothers-styled game within Overwatch using the workshop, which was kind of cool. Oh, fun. Hmm, I, I, thank you for correcting me on that. I was not aware of my error on that one, so... Um, but, uh, so the reason for those who are wondering, uh, that I'm not planning to do coverage for day two uh, is I don't really know that there's, um, coverage worthy content after 
the Q&A for World of Warcraft, and I don't really feel like doing a stream for an hour is super worth it. And there's other stuff that I plan to do that day. Um, so, well, uh, I mean, if other people want to do coverage who are involved in day one, can, they totally can. Um, I just, we've never had a lot of uh, rea good reaction to covering the community showcase stuff before. And I just don't feel like uh, it's a good investment of our time for doing a day two. Um, don't worry. When there's next a, a full BlizzCon with a full set of panels and, and content to talk about thoroughly for a couple of days, uh, we will be back to doing two full days of coverage. Um, just this year is is just not a, a typical year. So, But please do join us, uh, either Discord or on my Twitch channel, uh, for coverage of BlizzCon line day one. And yes, it still sounds weird saying BlizzCon line. Uh, it sound weird. I'm not. I'm not terribly surprised at the way they've kind of condensed everything. Like, they, like yeah, it makes sense given the format. I mean, all, like you said, odds are all this is pre-recorded, and they don't need to worry about people having to walk between halls to get to the different street to get to the different stages. Indeed, well, yeah. uh, there are times where they literally have five minutes between between uh, panels. So, yeah, uh, just enough to make a quick run to the bathroom if you need to. But I'd, I'd yeah. probably consider like a, 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 a skip the dishes or a DoorDash for your food. Or I'll just bring my computer to the kitchen to cook. Yeah, most people don't have that ability. They have like big desktop computers that can't travel with them to the kitchen. Well, they're just not trying hard enough. There, there are cases with handles. It can happen. Sure. Uh, I, I'm not sure if either of you are planning to join us for the, uh, for the coverage, but you are both, of course, always welcome to join us to cover... Uh, BlizzCon Live, uh, which will be a first because neither of you have ever joined us because you've both been there but, since you guys joined the show. No, I I was there for 2018's coverage. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Because yesterday was the last year you were first, so first I wasn't, year. I wasn't at you weren't, BlizzCon. But you weren't on the show yet then, were you? May I just join the channel and some in my mind that was a part of it. <laughs> I mean... It was fun talking with you and, and, and having you with us, but I mean, I think I'd be just bet like a few weeks well, before that for BTS. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I unfortunately, as of now, I'm still closing at work. I'm trying to switch shifts with someone, and the person who could have done it is kind of being rude and not helpful. So I'm still seeing what strings I can pull. Otherwise, I'm going to completely miss it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I will. I will let you know because I've got I've got meetings at four o'clock on every Friday, which is the is the literal worst timing of a meeting. That really on a Friday? What? Uh, don't get me at started. Four o'clock on a Friday, you're checked out. I mean, what are they thinking? I mean, it's supposed to be like a. a, a it's supposed to be like one of the meetings where we all check in at the end of the week, make sure we're all doing okay. It's it's like. Check, checking on us mentally. It's a beer Friday meeting, is what you're saying. Essentially. All right. Well, whenever you are, either both of you are available, you know, if you even if you arrive near the end of the the stuff, uh, even at the end of the day, we'll still be talking about stuff that was part that was part talk like this discussed during the day. Uh, so we'll probably be streaming until probably I would say eight eight thirty ish central. Um, so. Uh, 
If you'd like to join us, you're very welcome at any point in time during the day. Noted. All right. Uh, but yeah, so there's our schedule for BlizzCon Online. Um, I still say that we're going to have something for Diablo. It might be immortal. Um, did we talk about the fact that we're not getting four and two this, this year? I feel like we talked about that last yeah. week. Yeah, we talked we about that with the, the with the investors call yeah. uh, topic okay. last week. We, we, we are seeing more. I imagine we're seeing more around four, two and immortal. Uh, but mm-hmm. like we were seeing behind the scenes of Overwatch 2, so that there's there's Overwatch 2 there. Yeah. The Diablo, what's next? And I imagine the round table and the deep dive with and the deep dive will contain probably the four and immortal news we're looking for. I'm yeah. I'm actually a little surprised they managed to get as much WoW content as they as they're as they're getting. Well, like. I'm looking at the schedule for the WoW stuff. Like, the what's next is only a half an hour panel. Uh, the deep dive is another half hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, the I'm voices one is an hour weird. and a, and a bit. The schedule's really laid out weird. Like, it's not it's not showing like it's not showing a grid pattern of like the actual times. So the times kind of overlap a little bit. It's just, it's really weird. And, and when, I, and when, when I'm looking at the schedule, I'm I'm. I'm picturing like the normal BlizzCon start times, which is like what eleven o'clock normally. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, wow, that's a decent chunk of time. Like, no way, no, it's not because it's a, it's a, it's a shorter time overall. Yeah. And I mean, we, we also have... we're gonna get a bunch of stuff during the opening ceremony. Like, the opening ceremony is gonna split up a bunch of stuff. We only have three and a half hours uh, yeah. uh, on day one, where normally we'd have seven hours on day one. I honestly didn't expect it to be the length of a normal BlizzCon because of obvious <laughs> situations going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they don't have a lot of the stuff they'd normally have for a BlizzCon. Um, they don't have they don't have the breadth of news, really. Like they, they we already we know we are they already announced the 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 Hearthstone next Hearthstone Hearthstone release. So, and we know we're not getting a D4 or an Overwatch 2. So, like, really, it's Diablo Immortal and some WoW stuff. Which, the WoW stuff's probably going to be a couple of things, I think. Yeah. Uh, at least a patch for WoW. Yeah. And like I said, the opening ceremony is going to contain a bunch of stuff about each of their franchises, minus probably StarCraft and HOTS. Yeah. Some people, some people are a little tweaked that HOTS and StarCraft aren't on the schedule at all. And, and all I can say to you is... Are you really surprised? I'm not. I, I can't say I am either, honestly. And it sucks because, like, I enjoy the StarCraft. I enjoy the StarCraft franchise. Like, straight up, StarCraft was my first franchise in the Blizzard universe. And yeah. that's what got me playing their other games. So I have a history with that. Hots, we all know how much I enjoyed playing Hots back in the day. We, we've had lots of discussions about that. And yeah, uh, it sucks to see those two games kind of, like, petering off and not being actively developed on, but I, like, I'm not surprised that they're not making a huge showing here. Yeah. Uh, I will say I'm, I'm a little uh, saddened that I was not one of the people who got a, uh, a BlizzCon line package from Blizzard because uh, that had some really cool stuff in it that I would have loved to have had, but uh, yeah. that That's just the side of like, oh, appreciate that one of those. Those look cool. Like they had like earbuds and they had a mug and I think a shirt. I didn't even see that. 
Yeah, uh, I saw that on Twitter but from a few folks. Another thing worth pointing out that there's a complete absence of here is like there's no tournaments, there's no esports, there's not a lot of esports stuff. We got some StarCraft, but it's not like the end. It's not the ending of one of their major turn of one of their major tournaments throughout the throughout the year. We've yeah, got some Hearthstone, but again, not 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 the tournament ending thing. Nothing wow esporty at all. And we there's no World Cup for Overwatch. We've just got the uh, shock against the world, which should be fun, honestly. There's a picture in uh, in Discord uh, of what it all contained. It came to a chocolate bar, a tablet stand with touch pen, a t- coffee tumbler, and ear- earbuds. Oh, cool. And actually, uh, Shanty Man, I actually don't like that much uh, cocoa in my chocolate. I'm much more... Uh, uh, milk chocolate fan uh not a huge fan of dark chocolate so oh i love i love me my dark i love me some dark chocolate well then if i had gotten one i would slip that into your 2019 christmas present that you'll one day get when all this stuff is over 2019 yes because i didn't see each other in person (laughs) yes i didn't see you for christmas that year and i was planning to get it to you in the new year and march happened and March has not stopped. So, yes. I have your twi- I have your 2019 Christmas present still under my tree. Your tree? St- it's February. Oh, right. Your wife. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, duh. Like, come on. Yeah. I, sorry. I, I, I briefly yeah. forgot who you're married to. And then I remembered. <laughs> Good. Congratulations, congratulations, influencers who got those. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, BlizzCon Online coming up this weekend. Um, should be fun. And I'm excited to talk to some cool people and uh, have some interesting stuff. And we actually, this this year, we actually will be able to co-stream. So we'll actually be able to have uh, the video and the audio from the stream when we're streaming online. What I do is I'm going to have my setup where it'll basically be my picture with the BlizzCon stuff. Um Except for a couple of points where you can't have the audio, can't have it because of uh, copyrighted materials. Um, so that'll be a new thing this year. You can actually have the BlizzCon audio and stuff so you can actually hear it with you if you, uh, if you want to. So, dope. Yep, that'll be cool. Uh, and that's my plan for tomorrow and Wednesday night is trying to figure out exactly how to do all that. So, good time. All right. So let's talk about other stuffs. Yes. Yes, we shall. So with Shadowlands having been out for a bit, BlizzCon Line is going to be giving us some new information. Some things coming up, including future patches, like a particular 9.0.5 patch, which which is exciting. We're slowly getting some more information from that, from data mining, and it's on the PTR now. One of the things that has come out, though, that Blizzard shared with us is the return of Valor points. So what this is going to... I have mixed emotions about this, so I'm processing as I'm talking. So Valor points are coming back. You're going to get them from Mythic Plus Dungeons and Callings. And there's going to be a weekly cap on them, like, you know, with many other currencies. And as of right now, it's only being used to upgrade Mythic Plus gear. And specifically, as like a special side note, 
only gear obtained after 9.0.5 comes out. So don't start saving up your gear. Don't do a whole bunch of item restoration after the patch comes out. They're they're just taking that all away so you don't have to worry about any of that. So it's just gear that drops after. But here's a trick, okay? So you can only upgrade to item level 207 after you've done a plus five of all the dungeons in time. When you do a plus 10 of all the dungeons in time, it upgrades to 213. And then a plus 15 of all the dungeons timed is 220. And that that's that. It's, I think, a great start. I think that those who Mythic Plus is their main way to play and their end game system or whatever, or they do it in addition to other things. Admittedly, loot has been lacking for them. The level of loot compared to the effort put into it, it definitely needed some oomph, a little bit, a little bit of help up. So this is a great way to do that. I am all for that. I do think that this feels a little odd for those who don't run a bunch of Mythic Pluses because you're also going to get Valor from Callings which is something that everyone can do. You know, for example, Medros, I'm not trying to pick on you, but like you you do your callings, but you don't necessarily do Mythic Pluses. So people like Medros, for example, who don't want to do Mythic Pluses are going to have Vile Points kind of just sitting in their currency tab collecting dust, which feels weird to me. So I'm hoping that this is just the start of what they're going to do with Valor Points. I don't know yet, because as of right now, they've only talked about using it for the Mythic Plus endgame loot. Yeah, I, like, I'm going I'm to say both with you. I, I have mixed feelings on this. I like I like the idea of it. Yeah. Like, it's because the reality is the, the gear you get just straight up from Mythic Plus is not on the level you would hope it would be compared to the loot you're eventually going to get from your great vault. The great vault loot ends up being higher, which is which is, you know, whatever. But the loot you get from the Mythic Plus dungeon is not great, and this gives you a uh, method in which you can upgrade that gear. Fine. And I'm even okay with them tying it to the achievements like plus 5, plus 10, plus 15. I think that's okay too. But yeah, you know, I think you nailed the... It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. Like I can't. The problem I'm running into is I don't remember all the, all the gear that you get from plus five, plus ten, plus fifteen. So it like it might change. My opinion might change based on the gear you get from plus fives. Right. I'll happily exchange the valor points they give me, my callings, for more anima. Yeah, I like they definitely need to address that, and I would love to see them add anima to callings but what i want to see with them bringing valor points back and again this is a good start i do think the achievement of having to do plus 10 dungeons timed in order to upgrade to 213 feels a bit 
a bit rough to me personally, but then I'm I'm someone who gets stressed out by mythic pluses or at least high mythic pluses. So that thought to just, again, just me is a bit too much. But again, for those who this is their main thing they like doing in game, then I'm super happy for them. What I want to see though, because they are taking the time to tie in Valor points as reward in callings against something that everyone does, not necessarily just people who play Mythic Plus, I want to see them put in a vendor, just like the old days, where you can turn in your Vile points for gear. I think it would be a nice way for alts to gear up, and they can make it like a high amount of Valor points. You know, it, I do think it should be something that could be earned, especially if you're going to get even semi-decent gear. Like, I think it should take a little bit of time to, to earn it and get it and stuff. But I think that would be a good way, like I said, to help alts gear up because they are trying to make this an all-friendly expansion. And that way for those who don't necessarily want to run all dungeons as a plus 5 or all as a plus 10 or plus 15, that way they have a use of the power points thing in their currency tab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. When, when I when I heard Valor points were coming back, like, okay, sweet, I can buy gear again. I remember that's what they were using. Yeah, used that for was my thought too, and I was excited. And and now that's being used to only upgrade. It's kind of a bummer, but it's it's still something. Like I said, it gives it gives you a way to upgrade gear you get through Mythic Plus. I actually looked it up. Um, I, I looked up the levels of gear you get just from the straight dungeon from the straight dungeon drops, not the Great Vault, for each of those. Uh, keystone levels. So on Mythic 5 you get a 194 at the end. And at 10 you get 203. And at 15 you get 203. And I, I do think those are too low for the amount of effort that goes into those. It definitely needed this. Yeah, your great vault loot at, at Mythic 2 starts at 200 and it goes all the way to 226 from 15. So like could be a bit better. But thankfully this Valor Point thing will give you a method of upgrading some of the gear that you did not get through your through your great vault. But yeah, I, I would like to see I would like to see the purchasing of gear come back or and even like like something for somebody who like Medros who doesn't run mythic pluses. And who's who's going to have that valid gear sitting around for nothing? Either I either let that let them upgrade gear like like questing gear to 200 for example because i think that's that's around where some of the world drops will end up being yeah like the fact that it comes up the fact that these points come from callings it makes no sense for there not to be some non-mythic way of using them well i think i think they might eventually add that in because they are specifically tying it to callings and it just may be one of those things where right now there is a lot of frustration happening with loot in the Mythic Plus system. And so maybe Blizzard's sharing this aspect now just to kind of calm down tempers a bit and let them know, like, hey, we're working on this. And then maybe at BlizzCon Line, we'll find out about a vendor to use power points on for gear or something, maybe? I hope so, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Ali. I don't... I, I, I don't like running the hierarchies. I'll do them every once in a while, but uh, yeah, it's way too stressful. <laughs> it's a me problem, but that's that's a thing. Yeah, that, and raid I can hide behind the failures of other people potentially. 
in a mythic plus it is very obvious when i screwed up when i screw up and if i'm amongst friends it's great but um i usually end up bugging mythic pluses because i don't want to be i don't want to be <laughs> i don't want it's 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 weird i don't want to bug people <laughs> while they're doing other stuff and well i'm like i'm just gonna bug this it's fine yeah that's that's a me problem as well <laughs> Medris, were you gonna add something uh, just I I would love for these things not to be just sitting in my in my account wasted. Yeah, it feels it feels definitely useless if that's all they use this for. I'm gonna be shocked if there's not more implemented, but this is this is a good start. I agree, and it yeah, and it does show that they really do view Mythic Plus. And raiding and PvP as like the three pillars of the end game. And you know, plus we see that with the Great Vault and everything. But I think that they need to give a little love to those who maybe don't enjoy all three of those or don't enjoy any of those. So I'm I'm curious to know what happens with Valor Points down the road. It's funny, they bring back all these systems. From like from way back in the day, like they bring back valor points, and like oh, in a way that that way that I'm, that that that's not used as, as they were before, but you know in a way, um, we got the PvP vendors back. It's kind of funny, like those things worked back in the day, and they took them out for some reason, and now they're adding them back. It's like maybe they shouldn't have been removed. Just throwing that out there. Right, it's an idea. <laughs> Uh, in the end, we'll we'll see how it ends up working at release. Uh, I think we're a fair ways from release at this point, so we'll see how things go. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not March. <laughs> it's coming out in March. They've already come out and oh. said March. And just as a side note here, for those who maybe say, for example, already have some mythic gear loot in your bags, and then nine point zero point five drops, and you get mythic gear from that sorry, Mythic Plus gear from that. In games, the items that can be upgraded after this drops will be labeled. So you don't have to worry about trying to keep straight, you know, which gear dropped before that you might be saving for one reason or another, which gear dropped after. It's going to be marked. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, in addition to some Valor Point associated loot things... We also have some raid loot changes coming up. This is going to make a bunch of raiders very happy. So one of the complaints that's been raised amongst raiders is that it feels like there's less loot. And, you know, that's, that's just been factually true. I mean, they, they're trying to limit... Blizzard had been trying to limit the sources of loot because, you know, in previous expansions, we've, we very much got too much loot to the point where by the time we got to raid, like, they didn't... It didn't matter. But, you know... We said it, we said it on this show before. They kind of went too far in the opposite direction, and now they're attempting to bring it back the other way. So on February sixteenth, so tomorrow, as of this recording, and by the time you're listening to the download, it's already in place. There are going to be some changes into to how much loot you'll get in your average raid clear. So, uh. Basically, bosses are now are now dropping thirty three percent more loot than before in all difficulties, and weapon 
tokens now drop more often than before. They, they, they didn't give us a number, unfortunately, um, in all difficulties. So, which means uh, you'll basically, it'll basically work out so that you'll get one piece of loot for every five people in the raid. And every, every additional person basically gives you another 20% chance of loot dropping. That's for normal and heroic. Uh, for mythic, uh, you're just going to be guaranteed four pieces of loot per boss. Which is fantastic for everybody. I look forward to getting a weapon token while I'm in the right loot spec. Hopefully. Or you could just take a weapon, weapon token in your prod spec and then you have a weapon and a shield. <laughs> no. That will not be happening. I'm saying you could. So I'm saying it, I'm yeah. saying it could. I'm not going to use the weapon token that I finally get from either normal or heroic to get me a tank weapon when my mate when my offhand is still below item level 200. Well, if you don't support your raid team, then I I guess that's just the way it is. I guess I can support my raid team by doing more deeps, by getting a better weapon than my 190, 180 some that I have equipped right now. Uh, that, that's that, those are the loot changes. These changes, these adjustments will not affect other loot that drops in Castle Nathria. So your legendary memories, your conduits, that will not be affected by this loot drop. Those were gonna, those were on separate um, loot chances. So you'll be getting those at the same rate that 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 you're getting them right now. Yeah, I think this is a good change. I'd agree with that. I am excited to get loot. I'm also excited for Seraphis to get loot. <laughs> At first, it was funny. I'm just, I just feel bad for him now. I, 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 uh, I think it was last week. He said the only way he's gotten loot so far this tier is getting the getting the loot from somebody else who didn't need it. That's rough, man. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up for news. Unless you guys had anything else you wanted to say about loot or anything for the 905 PTR that that particularly uh, piqued your interest. Did, did I miss a, a, a talk about some some shapes? There, there's going to be new shapes. Wow, they're, they're they're still getting data mining and stuff. So supposedly a corgi, but again, this is all just data mining. So there's a spider one. Like, I think that, that I think that was actually marked as a soul shape model, and I can't wait. I'm gonna finish leveling up my arcade mage so I can get a, so I can get the spider soul shape. But that means I won't have the turtle soul shape. And uh, I just, but I want I, uh, I just want them to make a murloc soul shape because that that needs to be a thing. And I want to know where all the murlocs are because we have murlocs in every expansion. Where are the murlocs, guys? They're, they're going to save the Murloc content for a major patch, obviously. I mean, they're going to do that for a 0.5 patch. <laughs> major patch. Murlocs are a big deal. They have a As you said, we've killed, we've killed millions of them at this point. They're going right? to come back. They're going to come back and haunt us in the most atrocious... A Murloc raid. See, this is, this is why I'm thinking we're going to get Shadowland scenarios. Because there's just so many itty-bitty little side stories... Like that, for example, that they can give us with Shadowlands, and there's just so much room for these great things. So I think scenarios, much like the 
Pandaria ones that, that just it needs to happen. Allie. What? Clearly clearly you have not spent enough time in Bastion. There's lots of Murlocs there. They just don't look like Murlocs. They look like Kyrians. Nope. We need legit Murlocs. And the corpse um, of Cookie does not count. Now now that I've got this idea of a Murloc raid in my head, I don't, I've never wanted anything more. <laughs> Blizzard. Blizzard. I'm looking into the camera that I don't have turned on that you can't see. <laughs> but like if you give me one thing in, in in this expansion, just give me a one boss murloc raid and have all the trash just be so many more murlocs. <laughs> so, so many. <laughs> no more Anyways, murlocs. I'm sure, no I'm sure next week we'll have tons of more info about 9.0.5. Uh, I would like this to be the one expansion with no freaking murlocs well i mean we've already lost but there's there's the one we have one is it living nope that's all that matters i don't, I don't need a living murlocs dead ones is fine also i didn't realize there's any murlocs yep. I, yep. I didn't realize there's corpses in murlocs so thank it all right let's talk about our second sponsor all right, so our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to conclude our look at the various Blizzard universes that have been brought to us in novel form. Uh, this week, it'll be World of Warcraft, Fulgen, Shadows of the Horde. Let's have a listen. Though that was his primary line of reasoning, the whispers and tutting from the two Chang sisters gave him further cause to hold back. The two of them were old enough to remember when Lu Lang had first departed Pandaria, or so they said. Though their fur ran much more to white than black, save where they darkened it around their eyes, Chen assumed they weren't quite that old. They'd spent all their lives in Pandaria, and very little of them in the company of those who had lived on the Wandering Isle. they developed opinions of those who chased the turtle, and Chen had taken a delight in confounding them by acting against type. Lili, in their eyes, was purely one of the turtle's wild dogs, impulsive and practical, quick to action, and a bit prone to overestimation of her own abilities. Lili was a fine example of a Pandaren accepting the philosophy of Huao Jin. It was people of such an adventurous spirit who had departed on the turtle or adventured in Outland. Such conduct in the minds of the Chang sisters simply was not to be condoned or given any credit. Once again, that was World of Warcraft Vulgin Shadows of the Horde, written by Michael Stackpole, narrated by Scott Brick. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. I would like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week from last week was, what are your predictions for BlizzCon Line? Winnipeg Chris says, mobile turn-based role-playing collectible game like Marvel Strike Force or DC Legends. Collect characters and level them up. Lots of ways to monetize it for Activision. Rastallion says, more Covenant story coming. Arden Wheel Mini Raid and New Allied Races. I'm a sucker for Arden Wheels. I like that idea. 
It'll be an Arden Wheel to Murloc Green. There we, there we go. Man, we figured it out. <laughs> Heelfest says Diablo 2 Remaster, Diablo 4 New Class Reveal, Overwatch 2, Two New Heroes Revealed, WoW Burning Crusade, Hearthstone Expansion Pack, WoW New Patch Reveal, Heroes at StarCraft Nothing, and one mobile WoW game directed by Corey Stockton. WikiBH says a mind-blowing WoW cinematic and a bunch of mobile tiles all tied to either WoW or Overwatch. Ooh, an Overwatch mobile title, eh? Hmm, interesting. As long as it's not one of the copies of other games that already exist, that's fine. Argent Rose says, Bard class announced, Shadowlands Battleground. I loved Alice's prediction of some sort of scenarios. Also, not sure I'm excited about the mobile stuff. I'm guessing for a while, though, we'll just be learning more about what or where we're going with this expansion, how it sets up whatever is coming next without actually telling us what's coming next and just hinting it obliquely. And what's ne- next week's question, which none of us can answer it is, what did you think of BlizzCon line? I think the first day is going to be spectacular. But I'll let you know when I know. I thought it was fantastic when Matt TPK'd everybody in the Diablo one shot. <laughs> I tend to like things, so I'm guessing that I'm going to like it. Note to listeners uh, who listen to this after BlizzCon line, uh, if that does end up being something that happens, uh, Toasty is just too good and does not allowed to, does not allowed to DM anymore. <laughs> D&D. And you should stop watching Critical Role so much. Well, that's not going to happen. I agree. She's right. If, if saying it would make it so. All right. Time for shoutouts. Uh, Toasty, you first. All right, <clears throat> I've got two shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to Steve Dangle for the video that he's going to be making tonight after this Leafs game. Also, shout-out to the Ottawa Senators who who Bruins the Leafs tonight and came back from a 5-1 <laughs> deficit, scoring five unanswered to win in overtime. Wow. It was 5-1 this time. Wow. Allie? Oh, man, so many things I could do. I will just say a shout out to all the peoples dealing with incredibly insane cold and snow right now because that is not fun. So hang in there. Stay warm. Um, A lot of people are starting to lose power and Internet and whatnot. So just do what you need to to take care of yourself and stay safe, please. Indeed. Um. So uh, my shout out is going to be to Scott Johnson. Uh, again, he'll be moderating the Q&A for World of Warcraft at BlizzCon Online. Uh, so congrats to Scott uh, for this opportunity and uh, uh, wish him the best in uh, making it an exciting and fun Q&A uh, covering lots of stuff we don't probably know yet. So that's my shout out. And with that said, let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, Medros is at Medros, Fandeth is at Fandeth, Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan, 
and Allie is at Alejandra's K, and you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of, well, of course, it's BlizzCon Line. Yay. It was 5-1. <laughs> Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.